you know that every word you speak matters? Are your conversations making a difference? With a passion for words and a heart for conversation, Teresa Velarde is a self-professed word nerd, best-selling author, BizCat 360 columnist, and publisher. Children's books as well as fiction and nonfiction books are welcomed at Weeby Books Publishing and Book Endeavors, the imprints of her company, Authentic Endeavors Publishing. Whether written or spoken, Teresa strives to encourage and inspire meaningful conversations that make a difference. Here's the host of Conversations That Make a Difference, Teresa Velarde. Hey everyone, and welcome to Conversations That Make a Difference. <clears throat> we are so grateful to have all of these incredible authors from A Daily Gift of Hope with us today. And we first want to say thank you to each one of you for joining us on the day after Christmas. I hope your holidays <laughs> fabulous. And um, well, I want to say that Conversations That Make a Difference can be seen live on the first and third Tuesday of the month at 5 a.m., 5 p.m., actually live at 5 p.m. You will not see me live at 5 a.m., <laughs> but I promise you that if you listen in, you will hear it at 5, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. every Tuesday. You can listen on, on Dream Binge's Seven Radio Network on the online and the mobile and your cars on YouTube and by asking Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I usually start with a prayer. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna start with the serenity prayer. So let's take a moment to do that. God, mm -hmm. grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know <laughs> the difference. And I wanna say it is by God's grace that we are fabulous, blessed, and highly favored, living in our greatness, using our gifts and talents, making a difference awesome. in the lives of others with passion and purpose. And all of God's great universe is conspiring in our favor. And together we say, amen. 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 Yay. So hello, Brooke, thank you for joining us. Aye, aye. Thank Hi. You. So I'm we're going to start with my today. daughter and great granddaughter. Okay, good. We're going to start with you, and then we're going to ask you to mute when we're finished. We're going to introduce our octogenarian author. This is Brooke Peterson. Um, now I know Brooke for many years, and um, she has had quite a roller coaster of a ride. But she is also known as an agent for change, and she is in her eighth decade. And she says, it's never too late to rejuvenate. Searching for alternative solutions for health issues led her into a world of freedom and helping others create new paths to health in network marketing for over five decades. She now lives a life filled with passion, health, and excitement. Welcome, Brooke. Aye, aye. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm uh, so I glad to have you. Uh, are you want to ask me questions or you want me just to talk? <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you questions. I want to ask you what led you to write your story. Now, I, I know Brooke for many years, so I have to remember that you don't know her. She was um, she was married to her husband for a very long time. And 21 she, years. For 21 years. No, and 41. 41 years. I'm sorry. I thought I said that. Um, and, and he passed away. And, and she has found love again in her eighth year, 80, eighth generation. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me a little bit about the story that you wrote for Daily Gift of Hope. Well, I think it's, you know, it's never too late to rejuvenate and you can always recreate yourself. Yeah. And so um, 
actually just uh, a few months after my husband passed, I decided he had been sick for many years. So um, uh, we had also talked about me finding another relationship. I went online and lo and behold, within weeks, I met a man who turned out to have been my neighbor over 40 years ago. And we had, we didn't meet, we, we were one house away from each other, but um, he's a mountain man and I was living in the mountains. And so anyhow, we got together a couple of weeks later and just started talking. And within about a month, we decided that uh, this could go somewhere. And <laughs> it, it just started happening. And it turned out that we have over 500 things in common. Wow. Um, he's an engineer and he keeps track. And so it's just mm -hmm. like, we like the same everything. And it was so amazing that that got put together that way. I know God, the universe put it all together. And uh, we are in our second year of relationship now and uh, having a phenomenal time. And it's just a ball. Here we are both. I'm 81. He's 82. And um, we both are like 18. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Fun, fun place to be at this age. Yeah. So, I, I, you, you know, there's there's hope for anyone who um who has uh, is looking for love in their life. And Brooke is, Brooke is proof positive of that. She, her story in the book is called Finding Love Again After 80. It's never too late to rejuvenate. So I'm sure people will enjoy reading your story in the book. Brooke, thank you so much for contributing. I appreciate you. And um, keep keep at it, girl. Whatever you're doing, you, you don't sound like you're 80 years old, right? No. <laughs> no. Not only don't I sound like it, um, I also had some major health challenges uh, and, and have been able to discover solutions to keep me not only alive, but thriving. Absolutely. So Absolutely. That's, that's what I keep on doing it. I just keep on looking. Yes. You keep doing good. Good job. Awesome. Thank you so much. Now let's, let's put you on mute while we go to the next person. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Teresa. I love you. I love you too. Stay there. Okay. Listen to the rest of us. Tammy Hader, we're going to go over to you next. Okay. Unmute yourself, please. Tammy is known as the bashful storyteller. She authored Walking Old Roads. This is her first of several memoirs. This is called Walking Old Roads, A Memoir of Kindness Rediscovered. You can find it on Amazon. And she's working on her second book of her memoir series. She's an essay writer at Biz Catalyst 360, WebMD, a Medium, and the National Association of Baby Boomer Women and Inspirations for Better Living. Tammy, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me with you here. Oh, yeah. I always love having you on the show. Um, you you tell stories so well. Now I have to find what page your story is on here. Um, I've got them all tabbed. Can you see? I've got them all tabbed. <laughs> running into one another. Good luck. <laughs> page, page 47. Page 47. Okay. And the title of your story is? The Department of Hope. The Department of Hope. Yeah. Now this is um this is a story that talks about what? It talks about um hope from the perspective of a realist. Mm -hmm. Because I am just not that optimistic of a person as a general rule. 
<laughs> like probably everybody else here today. So I'm a bit more of a realist. So, you know, I, I tend to not just rely on luck. I try to make things work out for me. Yeah. But at some point, I've done everything I can do. Mm-hmm. Right? It's out of my hands and it's in the hands of a higher power, whatever that means to you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a, a deity, a fate, spirits, whatever you think it is, it's it's out of my control. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where this story is coming from. And a lot of it has to do with my relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. as we're swapping roles and so trying to remain hopeful and and knowing that I've done everything I can do to help her and mm-hmm. and that, that's kind of where the story is coming from and then I see some of that hope just when I'm walking down the street in my neighborhood and I see neighbors and they wave and they talk to me and 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 that just makes me feel more hopeful about just day-to-day living. Yeah. Yeah. Having people in your life that are, um, you know, smiling or, or saying hello to you on the street or whatever can lift anybody's spirits. And those little Mm -hmm. acts of kindness, I call them, um, are things that can bring a smile to somebody's face and, and put hope in their heart. And I know as we get older, we tend to swap roles with our parents. And I know that you're embarking on that now mm-hmm. with your mom. And um, But, you know, I have to tell you, Tammy, your stories in, in uh, Walking Old Rose, there's a lot of hope on these pages. And there's a lot of... We grew up almost in the same, same, you know, we're in the same era. And as you, these stories, and I've told you this many times before, I see myself on these pages. And the same thing with Mark O'Brien, who we're going to go to next. This is book myself on the pages of this, these books and their short stories, and they're awesome. And so are you. Thank you. Well, for- thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thanks for contributing. I hope everyone sure. will read her story, The Department of Hope by Tammy Hayter. Thank you. Thank you. Mark, you're welcome. Mark O'Brien. Present. <laughs> Fellow um, podcaster. And now, Mark, you have written um, <clears throat> a book called Random Thoughts. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, I have you as the principal of O'Brien Communications. Brian, yeah, Communications Group. You're a B2B brand managing and marketing firm that you founded in 2004, co-founder and president of EinSource, and you're a lifelong writer. You love to write. I know that. Not only yep. this, not only essays, but you also have a children's book called The One and Only Ben, and you've got another children's book, and you've got other things coming out. Tell us more about you and what you wrote in... Um, the Daily Gift of Hope. Your article, your story is called "Hope is a Choice." Is hope a choice? Yeah, actually, hope is a choice. Um, and everything you just said about me is true, except for Einsource. That's gone. Oh. Uh, but but that's a whole other story. Um, and I also wanted to mention, since Tammy said she's a realist, I'm a fatalist wearing rose-colored glasses. <laughs> um, and and uh, so my my story is about. Um, realizing when my sons were small, and I thought about this when you were talking about your new Apple Watch, I have a, an app for my phone 
that connects to my hearing aids. And mm -hmm. it supposedly shows uh, my physical activity and my mental activity during the day. And it never registers any mental activity. <laughs> um, but somehow I managed to figure out when my sons were small, and they're now 40 and 37, um, that there were only two sources of motivation. And one is fear, and the other is hope. And that they're a choice. Mm -hmm. um, and that if you choose hope, this may seem quite logical, but if you choose to be hopeful, you actually end up with fewer things to fear. And life just seems to be happier and brighter and, and easier to negotiate. Um, and I'm just, I said at the end of the story, the older I get, the more sure I am that hope is the right choice. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, you have, um, you have such an ability to write. And, um, one of the things that, um, I'm so, um, I'm so glad. First of all, I have to tell this to every one of you. I am so, so, so blessed to have every single one of you in my life in one way or another. So are we. And oh, thank you. Thank you. And so don't make me cry, Mark. Don't make me cry. Sorry. <laughs> and so Mark decided to venture forward with his own podcast. You want to talk a little bit about that so people can see you on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network as well? Yeah, uh, I'll do it as quickly as I can. And it it is a, a program on Dream Vision 7. Um, you had Tammy and me on your program on June 13th. That was a Tuesday. And I was kind of playing with the idea of maybe having a radio program. Two days later, Thursday, June 15th, I was in, invited to an event at which 13 women were invited to present their concepts for startup health-related businesses, and mm -hmm. only the top three were selected for funding. There were two that I thought were just woefully overlooked. So I went and introduced myself to each of them individually and said, somehow, some way, I want to try to find a way to help you. And when I got back in my car that day, doing my program felt like a purpose. And I called Deborah Bove, the owner of Dream Vision 7 the very next day and asked her if I could have a show. And she said, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and the rest is history. Would you tell people mm -hmm. what your show title is and when it airs? It's called The Anxious Voyage. Um, and it's called that because that's what life is. Um, and it's on, it airs live every other Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern and then replays uh, at 1 a.m. Eastern. And uh, I need to talk to Deborah to see if I could add more Mondays. Oh, wow. So we get a chance to see you every week almost then, right? Yes. You, you can decide if that's good news or bad, but yes. <laughs> I think that's good news. And and could I just tell you one more quick thing? Yes. Because because we have an octogenarian in the group. Um, when, when Grandpa O'Brien, my grandfather O'Brien, turned 80, we had this big party for him, and he walked around our neighborhood telling everybody that he had turned 80. So he went He went next door to where we lived, and there was a guy over there who wasn't uh, the sharpest pencil in the drawer. And um, Grandpa said to him, um, today I'm an octogenarian. Do you know what that is? And the guy said, yeah, it's got something to do with plants. 
And grandpa said, the only thing I have to do with plants is pretty soon somebody's going to plant me. <laughs> and he was still laughing about it when he came back. Oh my goodness. That's funny. Um, we're having a little bit of a technical difficulty with somebody's camera. So we're trying to figure that out as well, but that's good. But uh, and if you told Brooke that you were going to plant her, she would say, absolutely not. I would never say that to her. She's way, <laughs> way too vital. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Funny. All right. So who else do we have in the group here? We have next. I'm going to go over to. Um, well, we're going to break in two minutes. I'm going to go over to um, start a conversation with um, Johnny Tan. Hey, Johnny. Hi, Teresa. How are you? Happy post-Christmas. Happy <laughs> post-Christmas. I post hope it was Christmas. a fantastic one for you. Thank you, for very, thank you very much for having me to join this wonderful group right here. And I do have my book right here. Okay. So, <laughs> so you, are you are an experiential keynote speaker. I'm going to ask you to define that in a minute. You're also an executive career and life coach a mentor, um, a multi-award winning and best-selling author, a talk show host, a social entrepreneur. Uh, this list is going on and on. Founder and CEO of From My Mama's Kitchen and Words Have Power Store, a publisher of Inspirations for Better Living, a digital, which is a digital magazine. And you are a Reiki master teacher and healer. I'm out of breath. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think the show is up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's it's too long. It gets longer and longer each year, but I think I'm capping that off. That's it. Yeah. Big mm -hmm. focus on from my mama's kitchen. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we're going to have you talk about that in a minute, but your story in A Daily Gift of Hope is called Hope Inspires. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what um, prompted you to write this particular story for this book? Sure. My pleasure. Well, we've all been exposed to the word hope since we're a kid, right? So at some point in time, it eventually takes root. And for me, it was when I finally made it to the United States. I was born and raised in Malaysia. And at 17, when I graduated from high school, one of the things was I've always thought about going overseas and studying and whatnot and so forth. But, you know, you, you can dream. That's about it. Hope is a dream, pretty mm -hmm. much. And my mom has always told me that, no, just keep focused. You never know. And hold and behold, a year later, I am a freshman at LSU uh, studying agricultural engineering. Mm -hmm. And so it's amazing on what hope really fuels you know, us from within. It, gives, it really empowers us. And then uh, basically, when you talk about my life's journey, my dad passed away a year later. That changed the trajectory of my life. It's like, what? Something happened. I'm halfway around the world. I'm stranded, basically. But in the course of time, in different scenarios, hope really started to really push me and show me, well, that's the future. Yeah. And you have to focus on the future. And mm -hmm. before you know it, I met at different times eight other wonderful women who became my moms. And so that sort of uh, to spring fast forward here, that's how I ended up uh, writing my, uh, thank you very much for mentioning that, my multi-award and best-selling book uh, from my mama's kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. It's about 
the power of unconditional love from my nine moms. It's my relationship with my nine moms. And people at first thought it was a recipe book. Yes, it is a recipe book for living life. Things yeah. that your mom tells you that mm. you don't want to hear. Yeah, exactly. And hold <laughs> on to that thought yet. for a second. Hold on to that thought for a second because we have to break. Um, oh, yes. And we're going to come right back with all of these amazing people who are authors in A Daily Gift of Hope, the second book, and the, the gift, yeah, the Daily Gift book series. First one was Gratitude. Some of you are in both of these. And this one is Hope. Get your copy on Amazon. It's only $10 today and tomorrow. We'll be right back. With the hustle and bustle of today's world, how often do you take time to practice gratitude? More importantly, how can you make it a habit? The Grateful Hearts community is a group of like-minded people focusing on what's going right and being grateful. Gratitude is more than putting a smile on your face and being thankful for the roof over your head. It's about expanding your perception and finding ways to find gratitude for, in, and through the challenges we face every day. Gratitude is a feeling of connection to things higher than yourself, to God, and to others. We focus on light, positivity, and connections. You make a difference. When we join our grateful hearts together, the power of community attracts more people and even more to be grateful for. Expressing gratitude and feeling grateful is infectious, so let's share it. Join our Grateful Hearts community and watch your blessings blossom. Learn more at gratefulheartscommunity.com and join the community at facebook.com slash the Grateful Hearts community. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome. <laughs> Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Conversations That Make a Difference. We were talking to Johnny's hand before we went to the break. And um, before we go on to the next person, Johnny, I would like you to tell people about your Inspirations from Better Living magazine, which um, I will have an article in for January. Um, I'm just about to send that over to Johnny and talk about the fact that you also have a radio show, not on this network, but you do have a radio show as well. How can people listen to you? Sure. Thank you very much. The uh, Inspiration for Better Living is the 
magazine that's designed to help moms to build a better future for themselves, their families, and loved ones. And the magazine actually is not focused on how to raise junior because that's a sort of a reciprocal effect of how moms feel, right? Because uh, respectfully, uh, we all have mothers and some of you ladies are mothers, if not all. And you realize that if mommy is happy, the whole uh, group, <laughs> the whole family is in, in, in a good place. So yeah. needless to say, Inspiration for Better Living is designed to help moms uh, build a better future from that perspective. I uh, have a panel of uh, wonderful uh, individuals, uh, experts that contribute, and I make it very uh, funny in a way. Uh, notes from the fridge, for example, hot off the stove, kitchen table conversations, and we even have a section for uh, men and women that are over 60s uh, to share their wisdom of life in Nana's or Papa's wisdom. Okay. And so, <laughs> For those of us that are aging along the way here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a wonderful magazine. It's designed, like I said, again, to help moms build a better future because personal success begins at home. And okay. then from there, you get to the neighborhood, the community, and so forth. And with regards to my radio show, From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio, uh, I established that in 2009 when my book came out and it has amassed over a million listeners now on Block Talk Radio. I'm booked three months ahead of time. I have some wonderful New York Times bestselling authors and so forth uh, that's on my show. And again, the show is not about me. It's about my guests. When I first started the show, I have uh, the concept of like being the Oprah Winfrey kind of thing where my guests are the experts. I'm there to throw in my two cents to validate certain things that they share because in real life, real situation, that's how life is. we live. And so uh, same thing like hope, for example. Hope is a, basically a sheet of paper that gets to you every morning and it's your choice per se to decide what you want to do for the day or for the uh, month, week, or whatever. You may what be down for the week? count, but you're not out yet. Exactly. And what day uh, What day and time is your show on? My uh, show is on Tuesday, uh, on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. Uh, Central Time. Thank you. Everybody tune in and listen to Johnny. I'm going to be on his show on the 3rd of June. So I'm excited to, um, I'm excited to talk about A Daily Gift of Hope on that show. Thanks for joining us, Johnny. Good to see you. Good Thank to see you. you. Kimberly Rinaldi on the East Coast right now, but a West Coast girl. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Just got into Charleston like 20 minutes before we started. So nice. I'm in a hotel room. <laughs> okay. So you are a success coach, a hypnotherapist, a speaker, author, a psychic medium, radio show host. Um, you guide your uh, people through lessons in joyful living. And because of the secret of life itself is joy. And that's that's why you chose Joyful Living, correct? Yeah, correct. Um, you'll also, uh, you'll connect with your intuition, self-healing, divine intervention, miraculous outcomes, and so much more. Our online events are live from Southern California, where she shares space with Mr. Rinaldi and her Basenji boy, Jake. He's such a cutie. Yeah. Yes, yes. So Kimberly, you wrote a story mm. in here. When I saw the title of this, I was like, okay, this is this is this is good. And here's the here's the title. And then I met God, an accidental past life regression. 
How does this relate to hope, my friend? Well, I, like most people here, am a realist. You know, I, I have been quoted for years saying it's only too late the day after you're dead. And every day that you live puts you that much closer to the end. And we have a limited time frame. And then I had a spontaneous past life regression while working with another hypnotherapist that bless her heart, she ran with and took me through several different experiences. And in that space between lives, um, I met God. I had that moment where I was connected to everything and everybody and all that is, was, and ever will be. And I cannot get through this without crying. So I will. Um, when I had that experience, um, what I learned was we are all one energy. We all come from that one source. And I, I utilize that process now in a lot of the healing work I do, because what I've come to realize is so much of our trauma, so much of our pain, so much of our disconnect as humans is that disconnect from that place that we came from. Which, which is a, it's a fallacy. It truly is. But to be able to go back and to show people how to heal that, how to reconnect at a cellular level um, and to find that healing is, I see people heal things literally in the length of a breath. And we're talking trauma. We're talking, I've seen cancers heal. I've seen tumors resolve themselves overnight and, when you understand that every cell in your body has the DNA coding for perfect health, and that is the way we're designed, we have the ability to do all of this. And then I met God and he validated it for me in ways that I, I'm going to cry. I just, I can't, I cannot deny it. And all I can do is keep validating that for the people that I meet in my experience and Teresa I've known you a while and I love you and I thank you for having me on here and you've had some experiences with us and you know what this comes from it comes from where we all come from yeah I believe that excuse me I believe that um God created everything and that we are um, you know, when life happens in the womb, there is a spark. There is a clear spark that happens um, with the union of the sperm and the egg. And that could only be, that could only be God. And um, yeah. yeah, so life is interesting when you're Kimberly Rinaldi, that's for sure. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank, thank you. you for contributing to the book. I love you very much. And thank you for your story. Thank, thank you. You are my friend. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Robin. Robin Drothler. Me. <laughs> That's you, girl. She is the author of ABCs of Speech, is the owner of Advantage Speech Therapy Services, a mobile-based speech therapy company in Milton, Georgia area, um, which was established in 2004. She works one-on-one -on -one with children of various diagnoses to help them learn to communicate. And you can learn more about her at advantagespeech.com. Robin, talk to me about, um, first of all, what is it like working with children all day? I get to play all day. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't feel like a job. Sometimes it does. But uh, for the most part, I just get to play. 
And, you know, I think my favorite part of therapy sometimes is halfway through a session, a kid will say, like, when are we going to start? We've already started. They just, they don't know that they're working when they're actually working. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. So your, um, um, your, your story in here is, is titled Simply Hope. And, and one of the things that you did say in there is my favorite part of the job helping kids learn to talk is when they really start making the connections to communicate and initiate talking, which brings out their personalities. Oh, yes. Yeah. So how have you seen these kids transform? Well, a lot of times when they come to me, they're nonverbal or they're unintelligible. So you can't understand them. And where the hope comes in is that the parents are at the end of their rope. You know, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to help. Um, they're doing the best that they can. Um, and so I'm able to take the kid from not talking and they're, you know, maybe they're talking, but it's not making any sense. So like, that is my favorite part where their personalities come out. Cause in the beginning it's nonsense. And then every so often they'll be saying something and then real words will come out. And then when they finally speak and you're like, so that's what you've been saying this whole time. Like, you know, like you finally hear what they're saying. And of course they're laughing or they're thinking it's funny, but you don't know what it is. And a lot of it is yes and no questions to figure out what it is. But once they start talking and you're able to have an actual conversation with them or a, a verbal interaction, a verbal exchange, then you know like what they're really trying to say. And it's it's just a lot of fun, you know? And, you know, when a kid says something for the first time, when the parent thought their child was mute because they didn't talk or they didn't have anything to say, and you're able to bring that out in them, you know, you know, or the the mom that knows, you know, the different grunts. I, my child only grunts. And then when you get them to talk and she says, I never knew what my child's voice sounded like. You know, that's where, like, you know that you're making a difference in people's lives. Yeah, talk about rewarding. And you have now, you have um, the ABCs of Speech, which is your book. You mm -hmm. also have an ABCs of Speech coloring and activity book. Mm -hmm. And we are working on a companion book to the ABCs of Speech that will help people to take, it's an application process that the kids can go through with their parents mm -hmm. to reiterate the lessons that you um, you are teaching them. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. So the, the first book, the initial book, original one is more talking about things and um, giving parents ideas on taking everyday interactions, everyday um, situations and taking them to uh, a level where they can apply goals and, you know, incorporate lessons into everyday activities, I guess you should say. So then the companion book is ultimately going to be like, okay, here are some other things working on vocabulary here. How's, here's how you can incorporate in every day when you go to the grocery store, you know, have your kid write the grocery list or when you're playing games or when you're watching a movie, do things that, um, that help the child, help the child work on goals while they don't realize they're doing it. The best analogy I have is when I played sports growing up, the coach had us play capture the flag. That was conditioning day, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun because we didn't realize we were having to run around and build our endurance, but we were having fun in the process. And that's really the best analogy that I can have for this book is like giving you ideas to help your child work on skills that they don't really feel like they're working, but they're doing everyday things. I, that's what I love to, to do with kids is, you know, in our sessions, it's not pull out a worksheet, do a book. It's making it fun, taking words from their environment what they like to work on you know if it's an s and they play tennis or if, you know they have an r then court shirt short we're practicing words that are in their vocabulary not words that are just pre-selected 
on a worksheet. So yeah, awesome. mm -hmm. it's a great way to take what you're teaching them in their in your lessons to home and into their da daily lives. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the parents are grateful that they can now talk to their kids. Yeah. Thanks, mm -hmm. Robin. Thanks for contributing. Yeah. And thanks for being part of the show today. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We're going to go over to Benita Joy. Mm -hmm. Benita Joy. Hello. Hello. She says, bring the experience of joy to your events through speaking and emceeing. Her witty ventriloquism puppets, puppets pop up. Try and say that three times fast. To surprise and delight your attendees. Her forthcoming book is called Tickle Your Funny Bone. And she uses humor to polish your presentations. For complimentary humor journal, go to Joy. Um, joyfunandfunnier.com. Benita, did you bring anybody with you today? Um, Are you talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking about you. This is Sammy. Yeah. Sammy? This is Teresa. Hi, Teresa. And you Hi. can read the other names. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can. So tell me a little bit about what you wrote for the book. You put kindness inspires joy and there's hope in there along the way. So you want to talk a little bit about what you wrote for the book or you want to have Sammy tell us? I haven't read it yet, Sammy. <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> well, they say puppets are truth tellers. Yeah, we get I was saying anything. It's about the truth. I, I wrote that, Kindness Inspires Hope, about an unexpected conversation. That's most of them. Yeah. With a man <laughs> who saw me on the street and came up and he hadn't, we had talked several years ago. We'd had a phone call and his house had burned in California, lost in the fire. He saw an ad for a rental house that I was managing and wanted to inquire about it. Anyway, I had no idea that the conversation I had with him on the phone and then later in person had made such an impact on him. He said, "It, you basically, I changed his life and I had no idea. So the point is that some interaction we have with somebody could just change everything for them. Well, that's pretty deep. It can and we may not even know it. And had he not stopped me on the sidewalk at that stoplight and shared with me how it helped him turn around, I didn't realize he actually had moved here. And he said I inspired him and, and basically gave him hope. And you know what's interesting, Teresa? What? I was saying Teresa, not Sammy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Years ago, I went to a weekend personal development program. It was really big at the time. And they kind of made fun of Hope. I mean, mm -hmm. like Hope was, oh, I see a head nod. And Hope was, um, I don't know, it was wishy-washy in that they really pushed commitment. And so for years, I thought Hope was not necessarily a good thing. Really? Yeah. And then later, I realized how important hope is. And it's kind of up there, you know, like gratitude. You had people speak about that before. And that's something I believe is very important. 
especially yeah. at Thanksgiving, any time of the year, Sammy. <laughs> so it, it and I hope is something that is it's like uh, looking forward to the future in a positive way. You mean Pollyanna, not not Pollyanna. I mean having a positive mindset yes. and expectation. It's an important thing. So is humor. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. believe in humor. Oh, it's humor. And, you know, um, I'm so glad that you um, brought this conversation to us today because the conversation that you had with that man on this, about the house was certainly a conversation that made a difference in his life. And thank you for being part of this. I'm sure you and Sammy are making a difference in many lives. Thanks yeah, so that's right. I do yes. believe indeed. 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 We're going to have to go to our second break. Would you believe we're two thirds through this already? We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Does that mean I can go to the bathroom? Yes. Oh, yes. Sammy, you have my permission. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay. In order to be healthy and happy, there are 24 areas of your life to balance. With the All Things Wellness Wheel, you become self-empowered, allowing you to make healthier decisions about relationships, nutrition, sleep, exercise, stress, and even your value system. The All Things Wellness book series, written by Peggy Wilms and Dr. Marcus Vetstein, teaches you how to balance your wellness wheel in addition to sharing true stories from multiple contributing authors. Book one, The Fourfold Formula, and Book two, Win the Wellness War, We Are Responsible, are now available on Amazon. Reserve your spot now to become a published author in book three, Wellness GPS, Get Prepared for Success. Visit www.allthingswellness.com slash authors for more information. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to happy. Sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Do you have a personal story of hope or kindness to share? The Daily Gift book series, which began with a daily gift of gratitude, now available on Amazon, continues with a daily gift of hope and a daily gift of kindness. And we're looking for people just like you to share a story. Your daily gift of hope story might answer one of these questions. Is there a time when you felt hopeless and someone stepped in to change your view? Have you been an example of hope for someone else? Is hope something that you've always had? If so, how do you keep that hope alive? With hope, we have more energy and a purpose. It gets us out of bed in the morning. Daily Gift of Kindness might be your chance to talk about recognizing and spreading kindness to change the world. Practicing kindness lifts your spirit and your mood, warms your heart, and helps to navigate your way through today's challenges. Has an act of kindness from a stranger turned your day around? Have you ever paid it forward to someone or for someone? Your story matters, so visit dailygiftbookseries.com to find out more about how to submit your story for a daily gift of hope and a daily gift of kindness. Your stories make a difference.
This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. And we're back with a number of the authors from The Daily Gift of Hope. And as you can guess, Daily Gift of Hope is out on Amazon.com. And you can get your copy um, on Amazon. We're going to move to Gloria Sloan. You're next. You're next up. Gloria, you are um, an incredible woman of faith. You're also CEO of Personal Dynamics, Inc., you're an author, professional, certified life coach, and strategist. You have a passion for helping people to achieve their goals and find greater joy through self-discovery and using essential life skills. Her work focuses on transformation, ethical principles, empowerment, and personal development. Gloria, welcome. You can reach her at GloriaSloan.com. Welcome. Good to have you. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. I'm muted? No. Not anymore. I hear you now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so your um your story in the book is called Hope and Abundant Faith. And I know that you um you are a woman who lives um a faith-filled life. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you contributed, please? Yes, I will. Um, as you know, my first book was titled Abundant Faith. So when presented this opportunity to share light on, on hope, I thought it was fitting to express how I feel that hope latches on to faith. Mm-hmm. And in, in my opinion, they merge together to help us be brave for the uncertainties in life. And as a life coach, often when I am speaking with someone, you know, I have to move them through the faith process and the hope process. So this was um, a, a good example for me to put my life's work, you know, in perspective, because yeah. I truly believe that it takes both on the journey. I agree with you. I agree with you. And you have um, your your first book was really good. So if you haven't if you haven't read it, find it. Abundant Faith. It is on Amazon, correct? Correct. And if people want to get in touch with you to learn more about who you are, how you be, and what they can uh, do with you, you can send. Are we sending them right to your website, GloriaSloan.com? To the website or to Amazon, they will find my latest book, Life Skills for the Journey, which is a personal development book. So I would encourage you, if you go to my website, you can find all of the books there as well as purchase them on Amazon. Right. And you have been my guest on Conversations That Make a Difference before. If you go to conversationsthatmakeadifference.com, you can find the interview with, with Gloria there. Thank you so much, Gloria. Thank you. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Katerina. <laughs> Katerina. Hi, Teresa. From what I understand, you were born in Philadelphia, about two hours away from where I am right now. Yes. But you grew up in Athens, Greece. You're a licensed mm-hmm. attorney, author, and soon to be Kundalini yoga instructor. Your passions are cooking, writing, children's books, and long impromptu walks. Your dream is to help others reawaken the divine wisdom of their bodies. And yes, welcome. 
Thank you. Thank you. you. And I'm I'm excited about your I'm excited about your upcoming children's books. It's it's very interesting. People will love it. I'm not going to give away anything. No spoilers. Your story here is called "A Dragonfly Gave Me Hope," and um, you want to talk a little bit about this? This really, I kept going back to this story because this is something that. Um, uh, for whatever reason, we have all experienced at one time or another, but we just never paid attention to it. So you want to talk a little bit about this? Sure. So uh, this is a little something that happened this year, actually. Um, it was a, a difficult time for me. I was feeling sort of isolated and not quite sure what decisions to make. And uh, you know, part of the way that I relate to God is through things that I observe during the day, you know, whether that be through people or just random things that sort of feel like they want to catch my attention. And one day I opened my door, my front door, and I saw a dragonfly um, bumping up against the ceiling, which was glass, as if trying to escape it without realizing that she had the entire open air to go any other direction. And I thought, oh my God, I am relating to this dragonfly so much right now. Um, and it hurt me. It actually physically hurt me to, to, to see, you know, this animal struggle um, where the answer was right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I prayed because it felt personal at this point. And I'm like, I'm going to pray for this dragonfly. And I prayed for a couple of days. And every time I would leave the door, she would still be there. And finally, I just said, you know what? Um, I'm going to stop praying that she finds her way. And I'll just say, whatever it is, it is. I'm just going to, you know, it, it kind of goes back to how we started today with your serenity prayer mm -hmm. of knowing what is yours and what isn't. And as soon as I did that, as soon as I let it go, what do you know? I opened the door on the third day, which is, you know, also very symbolic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and she was gone. And she was gone. Yeah. So that was very powerful for me. And also, Mark said something earlier about how if we're coming from a place of fear or hope, and I realized in the beginning, I was praying out of fear. And, and towards the end, I just said, I'll just let hope take over. I don't have to fear for this little creature. She will, she'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when we pray out of fear, that is very constrictive. That's really limiting God. It's really limiting ourselves. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that, that really, <laughs> That really you know, me. You know what I love about this story, Katerina? And um, we, we don't have too much time left, so I have two more people to talk to. But one of the things that I really love about this story is whether we're talking about a dragonfly or whether we're talking about somebody that we love, the message is the same. So thank yes. you for bringing it. Thank, thank you, you so much. You're thank so welcome. You. You're so welcome. Dr. Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. Hello. Hello, hello. Dr. Beth Goodman, affectionately known as Dr. Sprinkles, is a visionary entrepreneur, speaker, breast cancer, Sir Thriver, 
and a life advancement coach. Her mission is to cultivate confidence in women to accept themselves in God's image. And she believes that confidence should not be difficult goal, but a fundamental aspect of everyday life. Welcome, Dr. Beth. Thank you. Glad to be here. Congratulations to all of the co-authors and to you, of course, Teresa, for being the visionary. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. So your um your story is called Survivor Kate. Now, without getting into too much detail, want to tell me just a little bit about this? Certainly. Actually, it's Survivor Kit, and it's a combination of survivor and advocate. I'm a uh, firm believer in that anyone can be a survivor. We have all experienced something that we've survived on this call, um, and the point of faith and the point of hope is, are you advocating for your survivorship from what you've survived? And since I am a 16-year breast cancer survivor, my hope is giving sprinkles of love and joy and encouraging survivors to become survivors and to understand and know that my hope is that every single person lives their best blessed life now because that's all that we have. So I'm an advocate for survivorship. I believe firmly and strongly in living out as loudly as you can in some wonderful shade of pink every single day. And to that, I say, amen, sister. (laughs) Amen. Thank you. And last, but certainly not least, we have on the, um, on the, um, oh my goodness, you guys, (laughs) I'm so overwhelmed because I am just like, Unless taking in all of your stories and hearing some of the background in them. And I'm just like, I'm blessed beyond measure. Brenda Warren, you are known as the solutionist and you are a retired Marine with over three decades of experience in leadership, self-care, spiritual growth, cultivating healthy relationships. You're a three-time best-selling author, pattern for living and self-publishing coach, Brenda has helped countless individuals transform their lives through her innovative TAPIN method. Now, TAPIN stands for Transform, Announce, Prepare, Imagine, and Nurture. And you can reach her at Brenda the Solutionist on her link tree. Brenda, Mm -hmm. thank you for being on the show. And thank you for your contribution to the book. It's called Hope, the Guiding Star and the Path to Personal Fulfillment. Talk to me, sister. Okay, and I love that because that's my podcast. It's called Talk to Me, and I love talking to people about hope. And for me, hope stands for help one person every day. When I was at my darkest point in my life, when I just was ready to call it quits and give up the greatest gift I've ever been given by God, I found hope. The ability to help others helped me to get outside myself and begin to help people live their best life now. And Dr. Beth, for you now stands for me, no opportunity wasted. So I know you can understand that as do many of you here? I am the ultimate dreamer. I truly want everyone to dream big and then dream bigger than that. I can find the gift in absolutely everything because I spent so many years not having hope, so many years hoping and praying that this life that I had would go away, only to discover that when I stepped outside myself and began to help one person every day, my life would change forever. Mm. Now I help people close the gap between their desires and their reality using my tapping method so they too can find their guiding star that puts them on a path for fulfillment. 
Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. You said so much in such a short period of time, but I want to say thank you to each and every one of you, not just for being here today, but for the contribution that you made to this book that will live on and on and on through you for other people and bring hope to the world in these conversations that make a difference. I can't say enough about any one of you and we could stay here for two years and I would never get enough of any of you. But um, I am just so, so, so blessed beyond measure. For those of you who are listening, I hope you enjoyed this time with these authors. If you want to know more about how you can become part of one of the Daily Gift book series titles, the next one coming is in fact Conversations, I'm sorry, excuse me, A Daily Gift of kindness, which is the next conversation that we're going to have. Pay attention to the way you live your life. Pay attention to the conversations that you're having with other people. And my hope for you is that every conversation that you have with someone else not only changes your life, but changes theirs and others along the way. Until the next time, we'll see you on Conversations That Make a Difference. Happy New Year to everybody, too. Happy Thank New, you, New Year's. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in next time for Conversations That Make a Difference with host Teresa Bellardi every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our producer, Rachel, and to our station owner, Deborah Beauvais, working behind the scenes. Be sure to go to conversationsthatmakeadifference.com for your free gift. Make sure your conversations make a difference.